Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. Good morning. WBEN News Time is 5.02. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazarowski. It's cloudy outside right now, 68 degrees. We are expecting some rain to roll around around noon later today. A series of gun control measures is set to pass in the coming days in Albany following mass shootings in Buffalo and Texas. There is agreement on a 10-bill package of gun control bills with voting expected in the next day or two. Among the measures being put before lawmakers, a bill that would require licenses for semi-automatic rifles going forward and that license holders be at least 21 years of age. Lawmakers also said to tighten the existing red flag laws which require guns to be kept away from people deemed to be a danger to themselves or others. The micro-stamping of new firearms would also be required as part of the agreement. Votes are expected this week, the final week of the legislative session. In Washington, a bipartisan group of senators met yesterday to continue talks on possible reforms to reduce gun violence. They really are considering a range of options, everything from expanded background checks on all gun sales to so-called red flag laws that would temporarily take away guns from people who are considered dangerous. The majority of Americans support those two measures, but still, it will be an uphill challenge trying to get the 10 Republicans needed in order to get that passed in the Senate. That's Rachel Scott reporting from Washington. Here in Buffalo, differing viewpoints as to what should become of the tops on Jefferson Avenue. WBEN's Max Ferry has more. Many people would like to see the reopening of Tops on Jefferson, including Mayor Byron Brown, who says that it will reopen as soon as possible. I think that Tops will move as quickly as they can to reopen the store, recognizing that there are thousands of people in that um, surrounding area that rely on the supermarket for their groceries as well as to fill their prescriptions. Mayor Byron Brown thinks some federal assistance should come Buffalo's way. I think in the aftermath of this terrible tragedy that has destroyed lives and separated families from their loved ones, the federal government needs to come in with additional resources for the east side of Buffalo. Just like what would happen after a hurricane or a tornado, some natural disaster that devastates communities, there is money through the Federal Emergency Management Agency. I think there should be significant federal assistance coming to Buffalo in the aftermath of this act of domestic terrorism that impacted the east side of Buffalo. To listen to the mayor's full remarks, visit WBEN.com. I'm Max Ferry, 
WBEN.com News. Max, thank you. The chief of the Uvalde School Police Department in Texas is not responding to a request from state investigators who are looking into the response to that elementary school massacre. A spokesman for the Texas Department of Public Safety said the Uvalde Police Department and the Uvalde School District Police have been cooperating with state investigators, but the spokesman said the chief of the Uvalde Combined Independent School District Police has not responded to a recent request for an interview. The chief, Pete Arredondo, provided an initial interview, but has not responded to a request made two days ago for a follow-up. The state is investigating both the massacre and how police responded to it. That's Aaron Katursky reporting. All right, we'll have much more on this story throughout the morning as new developments continue yesterday. Meanwhile, gas prices, it is possible you could start saving a few dollars, maybe a few cents. It depends on where you're pumping gas all across western New York today. Starting today, the state and some counties across New York are removing the tax on gas after a certain amount. AAA's Elizabeth Carey says that can range from 21 to 32 cents a gallon. Unfortunately, uh, it's also going to get some very high increases at the pump as well. So I don't know how much we'll see or how much this will do to relieve some of that pain at the pump. Carey says oil prices are through the roof, however, and demand will be up this summer. She says be a savvy shopper to save more. You'll get this automatically um, when you pull up to the pump. You know, that will take care of that from the gas station's end. But then also at the same time, you know, big box retailers, uh, grocery store discounts, uh, AAA discounts at gas stations, uh, you know, using the AAA mobile app to find the cheapest gas prices in your area, all of those savings will add up to bring a little bit of relief. Right now, gas prices are $4.83 a gallon on average. Hear how the holiday could save businesses some money online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. The one thing is, don't look for it immediately, I think is the bottom line. I've already went by gas stations this morning that don't look any different than they did yesterday. And I think it depends on when the station gets its next delivery of gas. Pretty confusing to figure out exactly uh, when or if. This is going to make a difference, but it could not be the last of it. California Congressman Adam Schiff proposing legislation that would suspend the federal gas tax. Congressman Schiff says gas prices have climbed as a result of the invasion of Ukraine, supply chain issues, and price gouging by big oil companies. He says profits have increased for the five biggest oil companies by more than 300% in the first quarter of this year. So don't let anyone tell you this is just the supply chain operating or even just the war uh, in Ukraine. Schiff's plan would direct big oil companies to make up the tax money with a 50% tax on what he calls excess profits. Blake Trolley, ABC News, Los Angeles. At nationwide, gas prices are 4.62 a gallon. In California, Alex Stone says the average is 5.99. For unleaded. At that price, filling up a large SUV is 155 bucks every fill-up. And many Californians who commute have to fill up once or twice a week. $5.99 is actually quite cheap for some parts of California, where regular unleaded is now being sold for well over $7 a gallon. In this state where already electric cars like Teslas are pretty prevalent, many more people are looking for ways to go electric to avoid paying so much for gas. Wow, and around here we did go up a penny from yesterday. The average price in the Buffalo area this morning, four eighty four a gallon. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a lot, <laughs> to say the least. And if you're thinking about, all right, well, I was going to drive somewhere, this summer, I'll, uh, you know what, maybe uh, air travel, not looking all that bad. 
Maybe think again. The Justice Department asking an appeals court to reinstate the mandate on plane, trains, and buses. Andy Field with more from Washington. When a Florida federal judge last month declared the airline mask mandate unlawful, President Biden said he would no longer enforce it. Now the Justice Department is asking an appeals court to once again require passengers on planes, trains, and buses to put their masks back on. Until the appeals court decides, passengers can still fly mask-free. We'll Whoa. see where that goes, <laughs> uh, but that's... The Justice Department trying uh, their best to get masks back on planes. Good luck, right? Uh, new season of Stranger Things, record setting for Netflix. We can't win this war. But season four of Stranger Things won the time spent watching war, debuting last Friday. It now holds the record for the biggest premiere weekend for an English language show on Netflix. According to the streaming service, viewers watched 286.8 million hours of the sci-fi series, beating the previous champ, Bridgerton, season two, by almost 100 million hours. And Netflix says Stranger Things was the most watched show in 83 countries. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for clouds to increase today with scattered showers and storms developing temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. For tonight, a few showers lingering under mostly cloudy skies, cooler with lows in the mid 50s. On Thursday, partly sunny, can't rule out a passing shower in the afternoon. Temperatures in the upper 60s, sunny and nice on Friday with highs near 70. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Joining us on the line, Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown. We're talking about a, a number of issues, but uh, Mayor, thanks for joining us. I want to start with something you were talking about yesterday with mayors from all across New York State, uh, gun violence awareness, um, and you know, it's something that unfortunately we're all aware of right now. What were, was the kind of prevailing message from your meeting yesterday in what you hope to do going forward? Uh, thanks. Brian and Susan, the message was that uh, sensible gun reform is needed in the country. It is impossible to reform how guns are used and to prevent gun violence in urban, suburban, and rural communities without federal action. There needs to be uniformity by the federal government to uh, enact sensible gun reform in this country to prevent the kind of mass shootings that we've seen here in Buffalo, uh, the one that was racially motivated, uh, and mass shootings all across the country uh, that happened for various reasons, uh, all senselessly taking lives of American citizens. Do tightening gun laws do enough for the problem as far as you're concerned, or does it need to go further into mental health and other things? Tightening gun laws will help, but we certainly need to go further. Uh, mental health is a major issue. I don't think enough is done at the federal level to provide resources and support for people that are living with mental health challenges and, and issues. Clearly, people that have mental health issues should not be allowed to purchase guns. Those laws have to be, be tightened, and it has to be much more difficult for guns to be in the hands of people 
that have mental illness, and in particular, serious mental illness. The state is proposing basically to raise the age to purchase a semi-automatic rifle from 18 to 21. Is that something you think has broad support you, you welcome? I think it has broad support. I've heard from mayors all across the country, uh, dozens and dozens of mayors that have reached out in the aftermath of the mass shooting here in Buffalo, who think that raising the age of gun ownership could certainly help. Uh, We've seen a lot of different incidents uh, with guns, guns that have been purchased legally and guns that have fallen into uh, the wrong hands and have been used illegally uh, that have been utilized by uh, people who are under 21 years of age. So I think raising the age would make it a lot more difficult for guns to fall into the hands of people that will not use them properly. In the case of the Buffalo mass shooting, uh, the shooter was 18 years old, and uh, the Uvalde uh, mass shooting, Uvalde, Texas, the shooter was 18 years old. Mayor, we talked earlier this morning with Councilman Ulysses Wingo, who told us that he's been assured that the top store on Jefferson Avenue is going to reopen by the end of this month, by the end of June. Have you received that assurance? Uh, I have received assurance from the president of Tops, John Persons, that the store will be reopened. I think many members of the community have asked for that. Uh, I have certainly asked for that. Governor Kathy Hochul has asked for that. Assemblymember Crystal People Stokes has asked for that. Um, Mr. Persons, uh, in numerous conversations, has indicated that not only will the top store be reopened, but that it will be completely remodeled. I don't want to put a time frame on the end of uh, June. Uh, They want to do it right. Uh, They want to make sure uh, that uh, the store is fully remodeled on the interior and there will be remodeling on the exterior. And they're going to look at how they could potentially provide more offerings for the customers that rely on that store. So I think that is great news for the thousands of people that utilize that store in the 14208 zip code and beyond, not only for their grocery shopping, but also uh, the pharmacy in the store to fill their prescriptions. With so much attention over the past couple of weeks on the need for something in that area that, you know, maybe just that one tops isn't enough or when that one store goes down, you see this great need for access to food, prescriptions, things like that. I Does the area need something else, another grocery store, uh, another store like tops, a supermarket, something of that. And, you know, in the past, we've seen the state build out a facility for Tesla to attract them to come to Buffalo and fill that in. Would anything similar to that be considered for a grocery store on the east side? Because everything we've heard in the past two weeks would seem to indicate that that would make a humongous impact for the people of the city of Buffalo. Well, that store is important. And I played a leading role in bringing that store uh, to the community years ago when I was a city council member and lobbied uh, for the store to come aggressively, reached out to every supermarket uh, company 
in Buffalo, in West New York, in the state of New York, the only one that was willing to step forward and make the investment with some government support at that time was TOPS. So we have to thank uh, TOPS as a corporation uh, for stepping up and um, making the investment. I think it's important uh, um, in the midst of this tragedy, I think corporate America um, has a greater realization that not only is there a need in inner city Buffalo and inner cities across the country, but there is a rich market there. A lot of money to be made there. Um, You know, people's money in the inner city is just as green as anybody else's money, and they need um, goods and services, uh, and they spend a lot of disposable income buying the things that they need and, and want in urban communities all across this country. So I am hoping that corporate America will do more now. Uh, will realize the need to invest. Yes, government can can assist, and government has assisted, but it's more than what the government can do. It uh, it is critical that corporate America uh, is willing to do the right thing uh, and make an investment in, in uh, communities of color, urban communities, uh, low in lower income communities. Their demographic formulas look at where uh, corporations can make the most money. It's not that they can't make money in certain communities, but they can make even more money in other communities, and they want to go to the areas where they can maximize profit. And I think uh, corporate America needs to rethink that and relook at their formulas for investment. We are live this morning with Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown and want to turn our attention to today. Mayor Governor Hochul is announcing special funding for the central terminal on the east side. Can you tell us what you know about this? Well, I think that's a good thing. Uh, The central terminal is a beautiful, iconic building. It is a building that merits an investment uh, the population has started to grow again in that part of the city. Uh, I will say, though, uh, that uh, from the city's research, only about uh, 10% of the east side population is located in that area of the city. So that's critically important to know. But the governor has made a significant uh, commitment to the east side of Buffalo In the recently passed state budget, uh, the recently passed state budget uh, calls for um, hundreds of millions of dollars to go to various um, parts of the east side of Buffalo and various projects on the east side of Buffalo, including uh, a billion dollars for uh, the decking over of the Kensington Expressway. So this is just one of many allocations of funding that the governor has committed uh, for the east side of Buffalo. I think thank Governor Hochul uh, for her commitment uh, to the east side and to the entire Buffalo, West New York, New York State community. Uh, And I believe that there will be many, many more announcements to come uh, from Governor Hochul on investments in the east side. Yeah, part of a lot of money 
coming to the Buffalo and Western New York area. Uh, Buffalo News reporting $61 million uh, of that would be just Central Terminal specific. Uh, maybe the biggest single investment in the Central Terminal ever. And it's hard to imagine saying this, Mayor, but $61 million for that building, <laughs> what does it do? I mean, it's so big. It's It needs so much work. Um, there needs to be so much into it to make it some sort of attraction, something that people will go to aside from an event here and there. Uh, what does $61 million do? I think it shores up the building. Uh, it certainly protects the historic structure. It makes it possible to hold even more special events and various events in the building. Uh, it will also make it more attractive for uh, private investment in the central terminal that could be incredibly beneficial to that part of the community. So uh, certainly I thank the governor for that investment. The governor previously announced over uh, $30 million for the Broadway market. Uh, people talk about a food desert on the east side of Buffalo, but there are uh, more places to shop than have been noted. Uh, the Broadway market is one of those places uh, that have uh, uh, meats and vegetables and fruits and other produce in the market. There's a Save-A-Lot supermarket in the Broadway market. There's an Aldi's supermarket across from the Broadway market. And in 2006, when I first came into office as mayor of the city of Buffalo, the Broadway market uh, was threatened with going out of business. And uh, I worked with then council member David Franzak to save the Broadway market and keep it open because we knew that some of the lowest income people in the region lived around the Broadway market. And that would be a food desert uh, where um, people would have very limited limited ability to access uh, fresh fruit foods. Uh, so uh, uh, all totaled, when you look at what the governor has announced for the Broadway Fillmore area of the city of Buffalo, uh, it is in excess of $100 million and certainly uh, will help people in that community, not just with, with food, but with employment opportunities as well. Uh, you know, kind of on that point, you were mentioning uh, some of the nearby options and how to avoid something becoming a food desert. And it is still, I think, hard for people to wrap their heads around. How can something be a food desert when, I mean, just a couple miles from the tops on Jefferson Avenue, you have a price, right? You have the Save-A-Lot and Aldi and Broadway Market, like you mentioned. Three miles away is the nearest tops. It's not that far. Is maybe the answer here uh, some sort of better form of public transportation, uh, a different type of bus route maybe? Uh, is there something simpler than, you know, we're here thinking, well, plopping another grocery store? Or Could the answer be simpler when you do have other options that are only a couple miles away? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Transportation uh, is a critical part of the equation. Uh, you know, if you live in the 14208 zip code or any zip code 
uh, in uh, the city and, and region, uh, you can get to a, a supermarket. You can get to some place to shop for good, fresh, affordable food in less than seven minutes. Uh, you know, that's how close things are in, in Buffalo. Uh, if you don't have access to transportation, uh, it, you know, it, it can be very difficult uh, to get to places uh, to shop. One of, one of the individuals that lost their li- life uh, in the Tops Massacre uh, was a gentleman that was offering his own car service uh, to seniors and single mothers who shopped at that store and for a, uh, a very nominal fee uh, brought them home, picked them up, and in cases where they could not pay for, for the ride, would still transport people uh, free of charge as, as well. Um, more of that kind of thing uh, can be done in this community and other communities where vehicle ownership might be lower uh, to make sure that people can access uh, shopping opportunities uh, and not uh, have a feeling like there is a food desert and that they have to walk for several miles to get to a, a, a market. So transportation is a key part of the equation, public transportation, private transportation, carpooling, um, uh, all of those things are options uh, to improve uh, shopping access for members of the community. And, Mayor, when you look at, you were talking about the special funding for the Broadway market, for the Central Terminal. When you look at them individually, you see what it's doing for these places. But is it beneficial for the east side as a whole? I think to also improve the environment of the east side to invest in uh, streetscape, uh, to invest in uh, facilities that uh, create employment opportunities, that create um, uh, service and shopping opportunities, uh, that make the community more attractive. Uh, Those things are beneficial uh, to the east side. They help to make the east side a destination. They help to make the east side more attractive uh, for residential and commercial investment, uh, which strengthens the the demographic mix of of the east side. And as uh, people with higher incomes uh, locate in a community, uh, then that uh, helps to satisfy the demographic models uh, that corporate America has uh, and makes them more likely to invest in a, in a community. That's, that's also one of the reasons why I focused on uh, cutting taxes in the city of Buffalo. And this, uh, the city budget, the, the, the recent budget just passed, and even with the tax increase of 3.5% in the recent city budget, the tax rate in Buffalo is still less than it was when I first came into office and now lower than surrounding um, municipalities and lower than other upstate cities, making Buffalo a really attractive place uh, for corporate investment. So you have to look at uh, how corporate America makes these decisions and try to check every box 
to drive more investment into the community. So I think these investments that the governor is making on the east side are certainly helpful, and they're part of a larger plan uh, for, for the east side to make it a more attractive place to live, to work, to invest, and to shop and visit. Mayor, thank you for the time this morning. Always appreciate it. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown with us live. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.